Welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm Zach. I am Steve. I did it. You crushed it, I man. Did. Look at that. It was like we I did the countdown and then you were just boom it was right butter. on top of it. It's probably because I'm so tired. Yes. Okay, let's my, just talk my, about that real My brain's not firing fast enough for me to mess anything up. The fact that we're bringing this is our commitment to this podcast. We we literally just pulled in. Yeah, for from, our mission trip. From our mission trip, we were down in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, it was a short, the shortest term mission trip you could possibly do. Uh, but I felt like we shoved probably five days worth of work into, into three. three. Was it three ales for? Well, I mean, it was technically it was it was Thursday all day Thursday all day Friday all day Saturday. Yeah, I mean, and typically we do. And we left Wednesday. We were here Wednesday night. Left Wednesday night, and we're there Sunday. So yeah. tack on two more days on both uh, day yeah. on both Wednesday. Sides. Wednesday we just stayed the night here at the church. And that was an adventure in and of itself, having to sleep in the church. <laughs> you, you know, you think it's fun, especially like a teenager. I'm going to sleep in the church. No way. There's excitement to that, you know? There's no Everyone way. Everyone loves an all-nighter, except the youth pastor. We, we despise you, yeah, all-nighters. You're talking about the two of us? Yeah. We, the, youth, the youth leader, pastors, whatever you want to call us. Yeah. Uh, we're exhausted. The shepherds. We're the shepherds of the youth here at New Life, both junior and senior high. Yeah, but but as a as a teenager, you think sleeping in the church is fun. We talk about the shanty town that we set up down in that yes, room. Yes, we yeah. put it all, you know chairs, all the, chairs all the together. together. Yeah, the chairs. We took the chairs, all these separated chairs, and put them together, uh, pointed towards one another. So there's like uh, two sets of four. A raised platform to make a bed. Yeah, yeah. It was basically. (laughs) I knew it was going to be a good trip because as soon as I, I, I'm like, okay, I got my seats together. This is my bed. I laid my sleeping bag down. Before I did anything, I'm like, I'm going to try this out. I lay down on these four chairs and I feel my back slip out of place because they're not super even. (laughs) And I'm going, oh, oh man, I got five days to deal with this. The whole time I'm sleeping on that. I mean, I, I slept. I was. It was so intermittent. Uh, the sleep uh, that first night because I could feel the one chair kept sliding out. Yeah. And it was just one of the eight kept yeah. sliding out from under me. Um, our boys made up like their own little like weird loft that they had set up for the two of them. Oh, yeah, gosh. Our boys. Uh, we, yeah. So Zach and I all had the privilege of taking our – but Zach has two kids. I yes. took my two oldest kids on this trip. Now, my two oldest are like – your your youngest and my oldest are the same same age. age, yeah. And then my son Luke is a couple uh, years younger. Yeah, he's yeah he's he was born in 2014. The other two were born in 2012. And Addie, your oldest, uh, was a like, member of the team. Was she so 2010? she was 2010. 2010. Yeah. Oh my goodness! All of our kids are two years apart. Yep. We spaced them out on purpose, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting to have everybody on the team. I mean, it's been just an interesting year having Addie in the youth ministry in yeah. general. Uh, but like as young as she is, she's like one of the hardest working kids. Yeah. <laughs> but but everyone on the yeah. trip did an no, amazing job. No, and I'm job. not. Yeah, I shouldn't be singling. The only reason I'm singling out one individual student is because it happens to be the person that I'm looking at's daughter <laughs> right now. Um, yeah. No, our entire team did a um, tremendous job. I, I I okay. So I mean, I'm looking behind Zach at at the seven. Seven Canada teams that I led. I mean, you look around the room, and there's the other mission teams. Zach and I's Jamaica trip up there, our, my Philly trip. Uh, there's a couple of New York trips. I don't know where those pictures are at. Uh, this is by far one of the best teams yeah. um, I've ever taken anywhere. Uh, and I, I'll tell you, uh, my, my first Canada trip was, was easy. Yeah. It was a good team. It reminded me a lot of that team. Because uh, the second and third year, 
I wanted to pull my hair out I, <laughs> to now where I, I do, I did leave, lose my hair. Now there was plenty of great kids on that, on my second and third Canada trip. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of kids on that team that I had to constantly correct and they were way old enough to know better. Um, <laughs> they're probably like in their late twenties yeah. at this point. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, this, this team was so fantastic. And we, um, so let's talk a little bit about our trip, yeah. what we did. So we went down to Pittsburgh for the first time ever as a yep. mission trip. Uh, I, so our, 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 what's it called? Children's director here at the church. Yes. She took a team down to Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. Um, and this is like, it was just this really cool thing that we all got to do somewhat together, but somewhat separate um, in serving what would be our, what would you call that? And, you know, and going out into Judea and Samaria, it's just like the regional yes. trip. Um, so we go, yeah, we didn't go to the ends of the earth. We, we didn't w- go to the ends of the earth this year. No. Uh, but we got to like, just experience our backyard. Yeah. Uh, and the, the vast need that is really in Pittsburgh. For um, sure. And, and, and also in Newcastle, our hometown community. And yeah. what we did was we went to different, um, food banks, uh, uh, places where you served food um, to people in need. Mm-hmm. We went to what three or four different places. Three in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, let's talk the, about the organization that we sure. served with. We served alongside Light of Life, yeah, ministry, uh, which is a uh, an incredible Christian ministry serving the people of Pittsburgh. And they have three locations, about to be four locations, uh, down in Pittsburgh, where they do meals. For, for men and women, they they have housing, both temporary and long-term housing. They have uh, rehabilitation programs to get guys that have struggled along the way back on their feet and be uh, just uh, get jobs and whatever they need to, to get along. Like the one place that we worked, I took uh, a team of about four people yeah. to the one location in, I think, what is that, North North Shore? Yeah, on the North Shore. Uh, Allegheny, yep. by Allegheny General Hospital. I took that to them to that location, and one of the guys that we were working with, he was an, he was an intern. He was probably a guy probably <laughs> in his late 40s, Yeah, but he was an intern. He was just getting his life turned around. He was the nicest dude. Uh, we loved working with him. Did he, uh, but like, you know, he's just getting like this light of life ministry, you know, praise God. They've just changed so many lives. Um, and, and just provided so much for the city of Pittsburgh. But what blessed me the most was seeing uh, the, I mean, there was a lot of things that blessed, really blessed my heart. And I think just, uh, just really glorified God. Yeah. Um, one, but the, uh, the, one of the biggest blessings was seeing people just show up with stuff. Yeah. So much stuff. People not involved with the ministry, just yeah, people exactly. just That's showing what, yeah, up with I guess clothing, I wasn't really... food, stuff like that, just dropping it off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the goodness of their heart, whatever God put on their heart. Yeah, yeah. I thought I, you know, I thought they would just get like um, what like general donations from like food banks and that kind of stuff. But it was no, it was just how the the goodness of people. Yeah, was doing this, and the the women, the men and women that were working in the kitchen that I worked in. Um, I mean, just so lovely and, you yeah. know, they've even had hard lives, but they were so lovely and so giving and so gracious. I mean, making this, the food for these guys, they would serve about 80, they said anywhere between 80 and 90 men, uh, every breakfast and dinner. They didn't serve, they don't, they only serve lunch to the people that are staying 
at the one location. But 80 to 90 people for breakfast and dinner, and they're just there making the food, like, from scratch. It's not, like, frozen stuff or anything. The one lady made her, like, special recipe of wings uh, for dinner the one night. Yeah. I I didn't get to experience that part of it. I was more in the distribution centers, the food pantry, stuff like that. Our team went to a food pantry um, on on the other side of Pittsburgh where they got donations in from places like uh, Trader Joe's and Giant Eagle, big bulk drop-offs of food Mm -hmm. we had to sort the food and then send the food back out to other places that needed it so we were kind of like we went to the middleman place but i didn't get to experience the kitchen that would have been really cool the kitchen was amazing it was a beautiful facility the brand new facility uh for light of life which you could donate to at any time they they said their their biggest need for it is isn't just necessarily food even though food's a massive need they said they need for a lot of these people especially men are socks Men's underwear and jeans. Oh wow! Are are the biggest needs constantly? Shirts are fine. They said they said and this was one of those things that surprised me, but they, they they said they always get these donations of like dress shirts and dress pants. They're like a lot of these guys aren't ready for interviews, and a lot yeah. of the interviews that they're going to go on don't even require it. So they said a lot of unfortunately a lot of the dress shirts and stuff are kind of useless. Yeah, uh, for them, they said sometimes they have guys that need to have those for interviews, but most of the time it's they need good shirts and they need like thermals and they need uh, good work like you know pants that can really take a beating. As they said, you know, they live in these. Yeah. You know, where we take that kind of for granted. We get to wash our clothes and all that kind of stuff on a regular basis. These guys are living in this stuff. They said a good pair of jeans will last three months for these guys. Oh, wow. Where something like, you know, we, we have jeans. And I've had jeans for three years. They said three <laughs> months is usually the max. They said underwear something. They almost need new stuff on, uh, you know, every week to two weeks. They need new stuff. Socks. They need uh, you constantly need new socks because of just how much moving around they have to do, how much walking they do, um, and they don't have they don't always have the uh, ability to wash their stuff. Yeah. Um, so they just it wears out really fast. So if you're thinking about it and you're like, how can I be of service in some way? Donate. Yeah. To light a life, um, they could really use the clothes at any one of their locations. But their new location, like I was saying, is down. Uh, I think it's called like Votley Avenue. It's it's. Um, oh, I'm trying to think what would be. So if you take the 28 exit when you're going down into Pittsburgh, if you're if you're a Pittsburgher <laughs> and you're coming down south on 79, yeah, on 279. Probably, probably no, not too many people are gonna know where that yeah, is. Yeah, if you but don't, it's, know, on, it's on the north. It's, it's on the North Shore. Yeah. Side. It's down from the stadium just it's a little bit. It's down from the stadium, a pit, the Pirates, and... That's where we turn to get down there. Heinz Field. Yes, not Acrisure. That's not, a, that's, we'll get that, to that we'll later. We'll get to that yeah. later. But it's, yeah, it's down from Heinz Field be and, after and the PNC Park. Yeah, something like that. So that, they have this beautiful, I mean, gorgeous, state-of-the-art um, location that they could house, I think, like 50 men. Wow. In temporary housing and, and 30-some women uh, in more of a permanent, not permanent, permanent, but like semi-permanent yeah. housing. Uh, it's just, my goodness, man. So anyway, we're serving food yeah. on the first day. We did breakfast and lunch on the first day. The, the, the thankfulness of the people that we were serving just touched my heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was so – it was – so 
beautiful to see, uh, uh, you know, these, you know, 80 to plus people that went through this line, just all sm- like smiles and thankful yeah. for what they were being given. And these are people that have had hard lives. And, you know, I'm not looking to be thanked. I'm not the one that's pro- – I'm just providing – I'm just giving up time. I, right. I, you know, that I'm happy to do that. And my, the stu- my students felt the same way. But to see these people smile and, like, be so kind and, and thoughtful and even, like, you know, we had we wore name tags and they would call us by our names. And uh, it, yeah. it was just such a beautiful – uh, picture of of what the kingdom really look should look like. Right. It's just kindness being shared between um, you know brothers and sisters in Christ and caring for those who don't have anything. I mean, the earliest church. I mean, that's where they found their success was because they were the ones that were doing for others instead of just doing for themselves. Yeah. Um, and but so, that's the human tendency to want to put yourself first and exactly. just serve serve yourself yeah. and, and as you mature just as a person you become more and hopefully you become less and less selfish and see other people first mm-hmm. um you know when you're a child we've we've both got kids right yeah and if say you get one kid something a toy on a mm-hmm. vacation or something if you don't get all of them a toy oh my goodness. we it, ran it, into this on this trip we did run into this yeah. on this trip it's a fight right yep. because you, you don't when you're you know immature you don't see things that way you yep. don't see all the blessings you have you see the blessings that you didn't get i know and it, it, that's it, that can be frustrating so we're seeing we're seeing these people that have nothing so thankful for the things that were given given and then sometimes we would see things you know within our children and yeah others that were like come on yeah like, have you not have you not figured this all out yet yeah <laughs> but, but that's just what happens when it does we're humans when, man when we're humans and we and we are still maturing and we're um, not, you know, and we're, you know, just used to what we're comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, and, and I'm guilty of the same thing, too. Sometimes you stop and think, man, I just put myself before other yeah. people. Like, yeah, like, and you kind yeah. of feel really bad about it, and especially when you see such stark um, need. And then you think about myself, and yeah. I think about the things that I take for granted, the things that I, I do for myself. And then I, you feel really bad. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and and that's not the point of why you do things like this, but it's it's it's, it's a good reminder. It's a good eye opener. It is just to see that man, you, we need to stop complaining about stuff. We yeah, need to just, stop complaining about like what we didn't get and start yeah. thinking about man, how can I bless other people? Right. Um. Let's let's we'll get into service here in a second. Yeah. Because uh, service is essential. Right. To the Christian life. Um, but let's just do a brief recap of the rest of the week. Sure. It, Cause I mean, it kind of goes like this Thursday, my team served, uh, at, at the food pantry or not food pantry. I'm sorry. At the kitchen, uh, kitchen, your team did a the, sorting project, yep, the food pantry. Uh, our other team made blessing bags. Yes. Which just had essentials for people, uh, that were going to be out on the streets with, we had you know, we gave socks, and socks, and just snack like small s- snacks that chapstick held on to, just the bare essentials yeah. for being out on the street. Yeah, um, just to help them as much as we possibly can. Uh, so they did that, and then Saturday, we uh, we worked at the f- our our food pantry in Newcastle, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and shout out to Pastor Trent and his whole crew. Uh, they are doing something amazing. At our, yes. our new location. Yeah, we have a new location down there in Newcastle. On East Washington Street. And, and you go to Pittsburgh and you serve in a big organization like Light of Life. And 
But then you come home and you and you see all the stuff that's going on just in our hometown. Doing just just at the same caliber. Yeah, same caliber. More like more in a lot of sense. You know, you know the, the, the volume was was so much. It's kind of mind-boggling how much food goes out of, of that place. Yeah. I think what blessed my heart the most, too, in both of the things that we did, Light of Life and the – I just keep saying everything that blessed me. But it was like, – it, honestly, this whole time was yeah. it was truly a blessing and everything we, we got to experience was this. Uh, everybody that served no, – I'm not talking about our, te- our team. I'm talking about the people that were serving, that we were coming alongside to serve at – the, the kitchens and the, the distribution warehouses and then at, at the bread basket, they were so kind and welcoming yeah and accommodating and yeah just, because we bring we brought fifteen people a lot of students them, students a lot of them and our kids yep you know and and it could our be, sons yeah it could be very overwhelming I can't get my son at home to pick up the our, socks off the floor our you sons know? Uh, yeah. you know our our sons are t- they're wonderful boys. But they're young. They're what? They're young. Nine I, I, you know what? I'll seven. say this. I'll say, hey, no, well, hey, Luke, are you paying attention right now, buddy? Listening to the podcast? <laughs> I, I'm sure you're not. All right. Yeah. Anyway, you know, like, he's like, that. Uh, he listens to every one of these episodes. It doesn't hear anything. And he's not going to actually hear that yeah. I said his name and anything, right. even though he's going to be like, I did hear it. Yeah, anyway. but just, you're right. The heart of the people that were serving and allowing us to come into My their gosh, ministry. man. Like it, so we were, awesome. We brought the chaos. They took our chaos, ordered it, yeah, and then made it work in a way that got all kinds of stuff done. And I was kind of envious of that because <laughs> because I, part of our ministry is squirrel chasing, right? <laughs> we do that all the That's time. Team ministry, baby. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're hurting cats. Hurting say. cats in a Focus. lot of ways. Yeah. Oh, you guys, 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 over here, over here. That, honestly, that's part of what I do teaching junior high is, is part <laughs> teach is to think, how can I keep people focused for the entire time I'm trying to teach them? And so I can't just sit down and do a regular message. There has to be some sort of interactive element yeah. to it or else it's just blank stares and staring off into space. Yeah, they're not, they're not engaged. Right. So it takes a special skill for, for those people who are – constantly getting a revolving door of different volunteers to come in to have the sanity and the patience to work with people who don't know what they're doing. A lot of times they're scatterbrained, but want to help a lot to take that, that does that eagerness, but that, uh, what, what greenness or that lack of knowing what's going on, taking all that chaos and making it work for God's glory is a skill that I do not have. Yeah. (laughs) And a skill that I, I think is, is very underrated. So we have to do a major shout out to Diane down at the Newcastle. Yeah, because I mean, I, I she was so sweet and so kind and just took such good care of us and her whole team around us. But I have to imagine she was like, "Oh, these guys are exhausting," because <laughs> we just brought yeah. absolute chaos. In, yeah, the first the- place I went, the food pantry. Um, it was the first day. Shout out to Kayla who was working down there. Um, I was impressed. She had a lot of energy. And the first day, our students had a lot of energy, and, and we had some of the most energetic students in that particular group. Yeah. And it, I, I, my head was ringing from just the loud, excited jubilee that was going on. But we got stuff done, and she was so patient. And this was down at Light of Life. You're talking. Yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't go on this one. Yeah, this is I'm sorry. Our food pantry. Work. We're like, we're we're bouncing. Zach and I are tired. Yeah. And so if our brains bounce from one thought to the other, please. Please stay with us. We yeah. uh, we really loved this trip, and we did not. We wanted it to be fresh in our minds, and our week is about to get very busy, so we're recording <laughs> early. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. So Kayla. Yeah, no, that, that was all I had to say. Just, just echoing the point that these people whose passion it is to serve the community have to take people who are willing to volunteer, mm-hmm. who don't know what they're doing, but have a willing heart, and they have to mold that person to do the work. Yep. And that is a skill that I didn't even realize existed until you get into the nitty gritty and seeing what's going on there. But there's patience and there's, uh, uh, I don't even know, just God has blessed them with special gifts and very thankful for, yeah. for their hearts and, and be, being able to take our chaos and make it yeah. work. And that, so, yeah, so we did that project at our Newcastle bread basket Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, I totally forgot that I was supposed to go back down to Pittsburgh with the team and sort clothes. And oh man, that that I thought that was gonna be the toughest one. Yeah, it was not. It was not. That was not the toughest project. Our toughest project was your mom's house. <laughs> yeah, we went. And to that's s- not me ragging on Zach or something. <laughs> we yeah. literally went to Zach's mom's house and helped her with the project. And we kept telling the students, "If you go with us, this is gonna be the easy project." Yeah, we didn't think there was gonna be that much work, and there really wasn't that much work. We just, um, I. My dad passed away uh, yes. a couple of years ago, and so my mom's been by herself. She bought a new house, and she's just been trying to get it up and going. She has a couple um, dogs, and so she wanted to, an she has area. three dogs, right? She has three dogs, yeah, an area where she could let the dogs outside and run around and not worry about them running away or you know getting hit by a car or something like that. So, um, the Is plan- it just one dog with three heads? Cerberus? Yes, yes. It's that, Cerberus. the crazy dog from that Harry Potter movie, whatever the first is one Cerberus? is. Fluffy. <laughs> they call it Fluffy. Yeah. yeah. What, no, no. Seems like that sometimes. This is three dogs. Over. It's three different dogs. They're three big. separate dogs. Yes, three separate dogs. <laughs> Remember that show, Two Stupid Dogs, the cartoon back in the day? Yeah. Like in the early 90s? Yes. These are Two, three stupid dogs. These are three stupid dogs. <laughs> anyway. They're show dogs. Yes, they are. They're, they're top quality, high breed, high, highly bred. High German, German short-haired pointers. A hybrid. Um, but anyway, they're big, and they run around very fast and make lots of poo. <laughs> so yes, we they a, do. So we need a place to contain them. So she has a Your kennel. Your mom's a hardworking person, though. I very much so. And she doesn't like people to do stuff for her. She's that kind of person, very independent. I'll do it myself. So I was thankful that she let us actually help her yeah. with some stuff. So the, the, go- the plan was we were going to spread some stone in the back of her yard um, in the in the in the place where the dog pen was. So we get there and she already has that done. And she yeah, your, thought, mom, yeah. like your mom is a hardworking lady. <laughs> but she was like, we know it can help you with, we're, she's putting up a fence then around. And so the dogs, and it was a big fenced in area. She had these big uh, 16 foot um, cattle panels that I was not even entering in like how big this thing should be. Cause yeah, your it, mom had one idea and you had another idea <laughs> and it worked out. And I'm like, I'm not even going to throw my hat <laughs> into this arena. I'm just going to let them figure this out. So yeah. And the team, we, we thought we were just going to move some stone and, and not that much, but when we got there, like, like you said that we weren't expecting to be there very long, but we were there for a couple hours because we put up this we fence had a great time in our backyard. But we had to put in fence posts. So we, you have, we had this, I don't even know what, what you would describe. It's called it. a fence. It's a post hammer. A post hammer. So the po- it's a, it's a, it's a, essentially it's like this apparatus that goes over the, it, it's like a pipe in the center. Yeah. That's With weighted. handles. Yeah. It's and heavy. it has handles on the side of it. So you lift it and then you pound it down. It's like, it's like this hammer action. It pounds you have the to get these stake posted. into the ground. Holy cow. <laughs> but I tell you what. 
the students got to make fun of you at a level that they enjoyed greatly. They had such a good time <laughs> making, making fun, fun of Steve. Of me. Because Listen, if they he, can be bonded in something, I'm just glad they're having a good time, right? So, yeah, so the, we thought, all right, we'll let each student like pound in a post. And so one of our students, the only guy that was left on the trip, we had two guys that started. One of them went home early. Um, he had a vacation to go on. Then, vacation. So we had one all guy I left. All wanted. And... <laughs> And he, he's a big strapping, you know, football player kind of guy. And uh, he goes first, pops this thing, has a little bit of trouble. And also, I mean, let's talk a little bit about this young man. He, his family also has, like, a farm. Yeah. Essentially. They have animals. He does this all the time. Yeah. And Go so on. he pops that thing in the ground, sits a few, few whacks at it, it goes in. I go next, whack it a few times, it goes in. Steve's like, I'm doing this now. He goes he starts pounding this thing and he is at it for i don't know several minutes and he's like oh my arms i can't listen to this thing anymore i'm so tired he's and so my mom is at the bottom kind of steadying this pole and she is dying laughing now she's in her late 60s well mid 60s yeah, she's about to re- mid 60s about to retire she is dying laughing and she goes i put this fence up at my other house and i did all the posts and steve can't even do one i was putting that thing <laughs> through concrete or something <laughs> and so all the teens start he called you stephanie and all, yeah, all yeah, different yeah, names. yeah 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 and uh your, the, your it, aunt called me jason momoa <laughs> Because my voice, I'm like, I've never heard that before, but thank you, Aunt Kathy. Uh, she was like, and then she goes, yeah, he's disgusting. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was even better. <laughs> Again, Aunt Kathy, thank you for calling me somebody that absolutely, <laughs> you're absolutely disgusted by. Yeah, so, but so, like, but but all the other posts that I put in, I had zero problems. No, like, yeah, it was you, just that first one that had like rocks or something. Yeah. And I was shoving it through. But that was funny. I thought my arms, I thought my arms were gonna fall off <laughs> on that first one. Cause I I mean I was pounding on that thing for over a minute and it was barely moving. It was like ka-dang, 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 ka-dang. I'm like, Zach, is this thing moving? You're like, keep going. <laughs> How oh, much longer? Man. Yeah, so that was funny. So that was we did that project. Um and that was pretty much it. We came home uh today. We yeah. went to church. Yep. Uh, I had a friend of ours, well, one of our former students, she's a children's director at a church down in Pittsburgh, and she and her husband were uh, serving together today, so we got to see both of them. Both of them were students of ours. Yeah. Um, It was wonderful to see them and have lunch with them, but yeah, we're home, we're tired, we're ready. I I know we're both ready for a nap, but we wanted to to document this and also talk about like the importance of serving while it's still fresh on our hearts and having experienced this, um, you know, I, I would say that it, it was interesting at the end of the message today, and it's probably something this guy says every week, um, the, the church that we went to, he's talking about tithing and, you know, just explaining the importance of tithing. And I think all churches do this to some varying degree. Yeah. Uh, tithing, you know, because the money that we give that first, I mean, it's, it's represent representative of the best of what we have to offer to God. So we give 10% as like, Hey God, this is, this is the first thing I'm going to use my money towards is giving money to you so that your kingdom can be blessed. Um, and yeah, fine. Like financially, I mean, money that is donated to the church, you know, at new life, for example, it helps benefit the things that we do like on these mission trips and helps missionaries all over the world, but also keeps the lights on here at the church and, you know, gives us jobs. 
you know, it's all of that combined. It's like it's ser- it's just it's all for serving people. But I always say the greatest gift that we can give is not our money, it's our time. Yeah. Like serving others with the time that we have. We have such a limited we don't well I have we talked about this? Maybe we have talked about this before. But we have such we, we don't know how much time we have on this earth. Yeah. We all have a very we all it's all fixed by God. It's a finite amount. He knows how many minutes we have in our lives. We have no idea. So what's the greatest offering that we can give? Uh, an offering of our time. Yeah. And that that's what money is in a sense too. We've taken time to make that money. Oh, that's in, true. In, uh, out yes. of out of our out of our week. Um and he also made the point, you know, when when you tithe, it's not like okay, 10% goes to God and the rest of it's mine. No, all of it is God's. It's all God's. Right? And we give we give out of that humbly a portion of it to honor God. Yeah. And it's the same thing with just our time. You know, we think okay, um to to do God's work today, I'm going to set apart this amount of time. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not the way we should be living our life. You know, you do things like we went on a mission trip or, or serving, you know, what, wherever God might put you, and it might be volunteering at a food bank or something like that. Um, and we think, okay, we've given God our time today. No, all of our time, when we're serving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, strength, and, and honoring Him in that way, um, we live our life in a, in a, in a constant state of serving him and mm-hmm. keeping our hearts and minds open to seeing the needs and others. Yeah. Um, and, and so we, well, we wanted to finish up here and just kind of talk. Yeah, about we're not going to make this a marathon episode. No, was this idea of service. And, um, it's, it's, it's very obvious when we do things set apart, like I said here on a mission trip, we're serving God, but what is service in, 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 in our life? It's not just it's not just a, a certain time that we put apart. What is the service of in, in God's kingdom look like? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you that, Stephen. What is um, service? What is service, and how can we serve God um, in in all aspects of our life? Oh my goodness! I mean, service—that's such a huge question. It's, it's a big, broad question. It is. It's a very broad question because we can we can serve God in a, a multitude of ways. We can serve Him every single moment of the day if we want to. Um, I so mean, let's let's take about let's let's, talk, break let's it down. talk about in practical ways. Yeah, let's talk about a heart of service. You know, okay. How, how can we live a life? In, like I was saying here, when you think of service, you think of projects. Yeah, that's but true. But it's more than that. Well, yeah, and I wasn't even getting to that. Yeah, and it's, going, it's, going back to that that whole thing with ten percent of tithing. Yeah, it's, it's all train- the money's God's. Yeah. You know, all of our life is God's. How can we have that heart of service? It's training your brain to put yourself second to everybody else. Yeah, that's the that's the truest act of service uh, because it's fulfilling the great commandment. Right. right, is to love God and love others. Um, so, if, if like once we get the the po- portion of that correct, where we're like serving God, yeah, um, and 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 you know, and worshiping God, we could serve others in the same way, and it, it, it completes the full circle. It's but it's it's constantly saying to yourself, "I'm not the one that needs; others need." Yeah. Uh, so, and that could take place at school. Yeah. It could take place in your workplace. It could take place at the gas station. It could take place uh, at the pool in the summertime. It could take place at um, you know at the playground. It could take place in the gym. It could take it, it, the list goes on and on and on and on. You're constantly looking around and saying, "How can I be a blessing to others?" 
yeah. and not think just about how can I be blessed, which is the, the, the natural response for humans. Uh, no, how can I be a blessing to other people? That's living a life of service is, is just doing for others. You see a need, you fill it. Yeah. Uh, that's I, one of my favorite things. Sarah and I always go back to this, especially when we used to do premarital counseling. It's one of the best pieces of advice is that we – advice Advice, my brain is not doing well right now. <laughs> Best pieces of advice we got from our premarital counseling from Pastor Matt Garrison, the legend. He said to us, you know, so many couples are like, they sit back and they're like, why isn't so-and-so doing this? Why isn't, why, why isn't she doing this? Why isn't he taking care of this? He's like, the best advice I can give you is when you see a need, fill it. Yeah. When you see that there is something going on, and you could help out in some way where you're not just inserting yourself, but you could like simply take care of a need for somebody else. Do it. Yeah. You're going to bless them. It's going to glorify God if you're doing it out of the true goodness and love of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And like that's the mentality we have to be. Stop making it all about I didn't get this and this isn't fair to me and uh, blah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I can't take that, man. Yeah. Life is not about you. Right. It's about all of us. Right. It's all of us living in this world together and doing it for the one who has given all to us. Yeah. I think the thing that annoys me the most is selfishness. Uh, and, and, and as, and, yeah. I'm selfish, though. I am selfish, too. But, man, when I see that, I think that, that frustrates me the most when I see selfishness. Um, but I guess in a practical sense here about serving, I talked about the big heart thing. Um, then how can we serve? Like you said, you see a need, you meet the need. Um, But I think there's also value in finding something that you can serve in a, in a um, routine way as well. Um, Whether that may be volunteering at your church to help out, Hey, in the student ministry. Yeah. One, you know, once a week or whatever. It's not a commercial. No, no. But, or, or, Hey, this local food pantry, ours is once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of them are once a week or maybe once every couple months or something like that. Putting that on your calendar first yep. and saying, okay, um, I'm not going to take my vacation this week because I, I'm going to serve this week yep. um, or something like that. And having a routine and then also the heart of a servant. So mm-hmm. you have something, okay, I'm serving God in this weekly, monthly, whatever that may be. But I'm also keeping my heart eyes open to needs and then helping people to meet them as yep. well. I think that's a... Um, sometimes I like to break things down, big, complex topics like that into bite-sized, manageable things for my brain. So I can think about how can I serve and, 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 and not just say, I'm going to serve. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then just nothing ever happens and I'm not, yeah. not useful. It's all about pacing yourself too. Cause I mean, there's going to be so many things that are going to come across your way. They're going to seem great, but then you're going to get burned out on it. Yeah. Pick a few things and do them. Yeah. But it's a matter too of like looking at your schedule and saying, like, how, what am I actually filling my schedule with? Is it a right. lot of time wasters? There's a good chance there is. I think we all have uh, do things that don't need to happen. And right. so what are we doing to combat that, to actually serve God? Um, and, you know, your church, whether you go to our church or you go to whatever church you might go to, um, they need help. Yeah. Whether it's holding doors for people or it's watching children, or it's, you know, cleaning up after service, or it's, it's whatever the case might be. 
like needs are need to be met. If it's in your community, if it's you know at a a local bread basket, or it's a um, a nursing home that just needs people to come in and and you know show love to somebody that doesn't get to see people very whatever the case might be, do something that is not for you. And I think another thing, and I look past this a lot. We think of serving others, but that could also start in your home, serving. Yeah your family like that should be first that should be first right serving you know if you're a teenager serving your parents Mm -hmm. husband serving your wife wife serving your husband Mm -hmm. um a lot of times and we can be very selfish just with our own families like Mm. all right i know i'm tired i'm gonna relax make dinner you know get stuff done no wait a minute i should be serving too yeah we have this um, we can Me be first. We have selfishness in all oh, aspects of our life, and starting there first. And, and if you're if you're a teen listening to this, it's not when are you going to make me dinner? And and your parents are hard, you know, working yeah. all day. Come home. Well, hey, today I'm going to make dinner, or or just today help with an aspect of dinner. Yeah, I'll help. Hey, I'll, I'll take the dishes today, or something. I'll like take that. the dishes, or I'll chop this up for the yeah. meal, or right. like it, and make it a time too, where you're not just serving, but you're talking. Yeah, and sometimes we think. Serving can, is these big projects, which are great, and the community needs help. But and, and we look past serving little ways in our home. Mm. And we don't want to do the little. Th- I don't want to do dishes. I'd rather go down to the food pantry and help them yeah, do exactly. dishes in my own house. You know, I love doing dishes. <laughs> you really? I do dishes all the time. I, I I don't mind anymore. We have a dishwasher, but that was the one chore that I had as a oh, kid. Oh, your own house, you didn't have a dishwasher? No, my mom just she just moved in this house three weeks ago, and this is the first time she's ever had a dishwasher in are her you life. Kidding me? And she doesn't want to use it. And I'm like, are you crazy? Dishwashers are amazing. Use yeah. the dishwasher. Yes, it's helping Get it you. Done. Yeah, but no. Um, growing up, that was me and my brother's chore. I was the washer, and he was the dryer. Oh. And so after dinner, every day after dinner, I had to wash all the dishes. Which What's your sister mi- do? She was a young one. She did nothing. She's she probably listened to this and could think, tell me all the. Think di- she's listening to this? No, probably not. <laughs> but so I hated doing dishes. So whenever we got Laura and I got married, we didn't have a dishwasher to begin with. Yes. And so an act of service for my wife would be to wa- wash the dishes. Like that that would be me stepping up above and beyond what I wanted to do was to wash them stinking dishes. It might not seem like a lot, but yeah. I hated it. Yeah. But I was. I probably didn't do it as nearly as much as she as I think I did because every time I did it I thought I I, I like you know cured cancer. Because <laughs> look what, look I, did. what I did! I, you need to say I did an All right, amazing I'll job. I'll do that every day. I, exactly. No, I need praise this one time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think every guy's guilty of that on some level. It's like look what I did, and then your wife's like. Yeah, I do that every day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dummy. Yeah. I made dinner tonight, yes, but I made the yeah, other six I, I made, nights. Yeah, the week. yeah, other six nights was all me. Yeah, so men, do something kind for your wives yeah. on a more regular basis without yeah. any expectation of anything in return. Oh, there you man. go. Oh, maybe we're starting to get off track. I think we're tired, man. Yeah, but I think that's... Yeah, I think that sums it all up in 40 minutes. That's not too bad. The heart oh. of... The heart of Christ was to serve. He served. That's who Jesus was. Yep. He came to serve, right? Mm-hmm. He came to love us. He came to die for us, ultimately. But while he was here, he served. He healed. He didn't take... And he, the, the, he, we talked about this a little bit on one trip. Someone said, um, one of our teens said, you know, talk about celebrities. And that, you know, if Jesus was here, he'd be a celebrity. And no. Jesus was was not here to be celebrated, mm-hmm. right? He was he was here to serve. He, 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 he became well-known... 
through the mighty acts that he was doing, mm-hmm. but they were humble acts. They were serving. Yeah, um, and he would never want – anytime he knew that people were going to start coming around him and, like, celebrating him, yeah. so then he would take off. Yeah. Like, no, 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 that's not what I'm about. Right. And then he, he would be gone. Right. From uh, an area. So, yeah, I mean, that's Jesus' heart in all that he did. And that's the funny thing. Like, you look at celebrities. Yeah. Ugh. So gross. That <laughs> they, they do these acts of kindness, but they post it all over yeah. their social media. It's all over, like, whatever crap news Right. What outlets. did Jesus say? Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. Exactly. Or, Just yeah. do things because you want to do them, not because you want other people to know that you did them. Right. Like that's what life's all about. And you will be blessed because of it. Right. Um, so I think that's enough, Zach. Yeah. Start in your home. Start in your home then, and then go out into your community. Get and then, something on the calendar. Serve on a routine basis, yeah. but then also just have a heart of service. Yep. In your home, in your school, with your friends, family. Yep. Yeah. Honor God in that way. Well said, man. All right. All well, right. I think that's it. That, I'm was, that was episode eight. Episode eight. And yeah. we did not mention. Well... I'm Zach. I'm Steve. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. But we're going to talk about Kenny Pickett. Yeah, we got to talk bit. about Kenny Pickett. <laughs> How about this new stadium downtown? Welcome to In the Pocket with Pickett, our <laughs> post-show show. Yes. So we we saw. I saw. Guess what today is, Zach? Today is I don't know. It's Mason Rudolph's birthday. Ah. You know the best gift he could give us? Leave. (laughs) That's what I would say. Get out of Pittsburgh, Mason. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. But we were down in Pittsburgh and we were driving around the stadiums and it's no longer Heinz Field. It is Acrisure Stadium. The worst name for a stadium. Ever. I can't even comprehend. I thought you were like listen, like you you turned your head, and I thought you were like listening for people, like just the the moans, the moans, yes, the moans coming up from Pittsburgh. No, I just I just couldn't look at you any longer because no. of the a- look at me, like I came up with the name Acrisure or Acrisure or whatever it is. <laughs> Terrible name for a stadium, yeah. especially it's not even Pittsburgh based. Yeah, I know. What, what is up with that? Like UPMC, UPMC got all kinds of money. Every time Come you go on. there, you get an MRI. You I know. Like I get a bill a, for like seven thousand yeah, dollars. You can't sell a kidney you in order to pay for my MRI. Called UPMC Field. The the Panthers play there. <laughs> I know the Pitt Panthers. University of Pittsburgh Medical <laughs> yes. Center. Come on, Acrisure Stadium. Get it. That's ridiculous. I'm not happy about it. No. Uh, but one thing we did see, we went to a, a local. Uh, we went to Rally House. Yes, a place. It's not down, local though. Did you know that? It's a national. Pl- place. It is a national thing, but they like they do whatever the regional teams are. Yeah, so the and do it the well. Sports memorabilia store yeah. down there. So we went in there and uh, they had some awesome shirts. We were thinking about getting them yeah. because uh, it said Pickettsburg. Pickettsburg. We really, the, I really wanted those shirts. They had one that was Panthers colors, and they had one that was Steelers colors. <laughs> and Zach and I really were debate. Thirty-two dollars for a T-shirt? Ridiculous! I cannot justify thirty-two dollars for Ridiculous. a T-shirt. Ridiculous! You know the max amount I'll spend on a T-shirt now is Zach, six dollars. <laughs> T-shirts should never be more than six dollars. Is this like a Target or Walmart? Target, Target's Goodfellows shirts are the most comfortable T-shirts ever. Six dollars. I'm wearing one right now. Nice. It was six dollars. Nice. Which luckily I bought a shirt while we were down there because we were at our hotel. Yes. And the air conditioner leaked all over your stuff. All over my duffel bag. 
it was like I don't know how it got that wet. You're but like all my clothes. Like something, my clothes feel wet and they, they smell terrible. <laughs> yeah, air conditioner <laughs> leaked. Oh, it okay. like soaked my duffel bag. Uh, it was horrible. So uh, this morning at seven o'clock, I had to go to Walmart. Yeah. And buy myself a new pair of pants. Yeah. Uh, and and. <laughs> I had to get some pants because all my pants were wet. And they were out of shorts at Walmart. They didn't have any shorts, so I had to buy a pair of like dungarees or something. <laughs> Got Zach a nice pair of sunglasses. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, whole $15. I went out all week squinting. Like, oh, my gosh, headache. yeah. And I offered him my sunglasses, and he said, no, those were on your face all day. And yeah. I was hurt. I was hurt a little bit because I thought that, that uh, insinuated that I'm gross. Well, we were, we were working and sweating. It's not incorrect. I don't think like, you're here, wrong. Here, where are these sunglasses that have that been... I sweated on yeah, they can't for see hours. can't because of the sweat that's on Oh, my goodness. Just, when we were working at your mom's house, I took my hat off, and uh, I didn't realize how much I was sweating. <laughs> and I'm bald now, so the sweat just pours off, <laughs> off my head. It doesn't get caught in any hair. Well, you also got a new hat. And so I the did. other hat you had had, like, ventilation. It did have that. ventilation. This my, one is My not. new hat... My, I've, had, I've gotten three hats. In a month, yeah, I got you have, it. It's you have a problem. It's time to stop. Got a it's problem. Th- time to stop. I think I need an intervention. I think you do. Like, but if if I'm aware of the fact that I need an intervention, do I still need an intervention? Like a hat burning or something? Uh, no, not, I didn't say like get rid of all my stuff. <laughs> Burn my hats. Ridiculous thought. I'm gonna jump in the pyre. Um, but yeah, a uh, a pyre is a ceremonial burning. I ah. Uh. Yeah. I, I remember that from uh, that How to Train Your Jones? Dragon. Oh, gosh. It's good How movies. to Train Your Dragon? How to Train Your Dragon 2. They had the, his father died. They they sent him away on the little raft made of wood. I just remember <laughs> it from uh, Return of the Jedi. The funeral pyre. Oh, yeah. That Darth Vader was melted on. Gross. I mean, he's mostly a robot. <laughs> At that point, right? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that's just. I have no idea. Where were we, what were we talking about originally? Yeah, we're too tired yeah. now. All right, that's it. That's it. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll see, see you. We'll see you next week.